Good morning, good day, good evening. This is DJ Spatza from Radio Sport at radiosport.online on 10th of uh, May 2021. This is Daily Sports News. Looking for M's like I lost a friend. Jump out of my bed like where the bread. You go hold the egg. Wait and bring the check. When we talk, we collision the car. Keep us in your thoughts. Fully dressed at the crack of dawn. Weapons heading off. I can hear them from the block. See them creeping through the fog. Season's greetings. Now feeding season can start. Oh my God. Look alive. Looking like I live life on a crooked line. Doing fine. You want maximum stupid. I am the guy. First of all, fuck the fucking law. We is fucking raw. Stay tall, tall. Oysters on the half jail. Switch your ball. Life a bitch and the pussy feet. Still fuck the wall, I'm a dog, I'm a dirty dog, ha 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 Oh dirty bastard, go in your jaw, <laughs> shimmy shimmy y'all Got to send me in the hemi, go and gimme gimme y'all Pugilistic, my linguistics, RJ Ruler damage y'all And I rap it, pornographic, be set up the camera Ooh la la, are we And I got you covered, I'm busting. My brother's a runner, he crushing, there's no discussion. I used to be musk and I wasn't supposed to be nothing. Y'all fuckers corrupted, I up to something disgusting. My pockets are pumped for this season, I love the couple. I'm afraid of nothing but nothing, this ain't it something. Warm augers are dumping, a point and click at your pumpkin. You're suffering instructions, so put your kids in the oven. Fuck a king or queen and all of their lost subjects. I pull my penis out and I piss on their shoes in public. But we the pirates, the pride of this great republic No matter what you order, motherfucker, we what you stuck with I used to love Bruce, but living my vida loca Help me understand, I'm probably more of a joke When we usher in chaos, just know that we did it smile Cannibals on this island, inmates run the asylum Ooh la la, are we La la ah we we run the jewels. The jewels can run. DK Metcalf is a jewel in Seattle Seahawks crown. This is the uh, American footballer uh, who uh, can run really really fast. And uh, during one of the games, he managed to catch one of the defenders who went across the whole field. He ran for about 90 yards and caught him just before the touchdown. Uh, and that was regarded as one of the fastest plays in the NFL, in the American football. Pete Carroll, uh, the uh, 
coach of Seattle Seahawks said that this is the best play he's ever seen. Also, this inspired imagination of, of uh, many Americans who thought this is probably the fastest man on earth. DK Metcalf ran really, really fast. The American Athletics Federation jokingly tweeted that uh, because DK Metcalf is so is so fast, then they will invite him into the Olympic trials to try to run against uh, the best sprinters in the United States and perhaps uh, obtain the qualifications to the Tokyo Olympics. It was a joke, but was treated quite seriously by DK Metcalf agent, who decided that DK Metcalf would run against the best sprinters in the world, and that was to happen on Sunday in California, in track and field meeting there. Uh, some of the sprinters, top sprinters in the US, felt offended that uh, an American footballer was challenging them. This, uh, they thought, was a, a, a sign of uh, disrespect to the sport of athletics, to the sport of track and field, to the sport of uh, professional athletes who prepare themselves to run 100 meters, which is a totally different thing than running in American football. One of the sprinters, Rogers, was saying he would be surprised if DK Metcalf was able to break 10 20, 10 seconds, uh, 20 hundredths of a second. Uh, because the uh, sprinters, obviously the best in the world, are running well below uh, 10 seconds. And most of the Americans who would qualify to the Olympics would be running uh, be below 10 seconds. But... Uh, Another runner who had history in the American football, uh, the uh, uh, very uh, famous uh, hurdler, 110 meter hurdler Nehemiah, uh, who uh, also competed uh, in uh, San Francisco 49ers. He was saying that when he went to San Francisco 49ers to play football uh, in practice, most of his uh, uh, teammates were saying, Look, don't run as, as fast because you look, you make us look bad. And uh, Nehemiah was saying, I was just jogging. I wasn't even running full speed. So Nehemiah was quite skeptical uh, as to uh, how successful DK Metcalf could be against the best sprinters in the world. The best sprinters in the world are conditioned to uh, run 100 meters, 200, whereas the football players, they can burst in about 40 yards, 30 yards, but not the full speed 100 meters. So how did it work out? Uh, the the start of DK Metcalf was quite good. The first 40 meters, indeed, it looked as if DK Metcalf could challenge the best sprinters in the United States. But then he faded. He faded badly. And then he, he came in last, the ninth place for DK Metcalf. Although the time, 10.37, uh, was not as good. But the winner of that of that run they only managed to clock 10.11 which is obviously not the best but uh, one needs to remember that uh, 100 meters runs depend on the wind as well on the conditions the conditions might not have been that favorable so in that sense the 10.37 is not that bad for DK Metcalf also he competed against the best sprinters in the world for 40 meters perhaps if he ran indoor 60 meters he would be more successful 
Uh, he uh, earned some respect from his fellow uh, fellow football uh, players. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, MVP, quarterback of Kansas City Chiefs, MVP of the regular season. Uh, he actually mentioned 1037 is crazy though at that size. Because one needs to mention that DK Metcalf is six foot three inches tall and weighs 220 pounds, which is far more than the sprinters do. He looked oversized at that lineup at the start of the 100 meters run. Is this 1037 is crazy at that size? That, that's what Patrick Mahomes said. Mad respect. Mad, I guess that's what they call DK Metcalf in American football. A craven Gillespie won the race with a time of 10-11. Uh, NFL players usually rely on those bursts of the first uh, 20-40 meters, but then usually they fade, and that's that's what happened this time uh, as well. Uh, he was not uh, the first um, football player to challenge uh, track and field athletes. Uh, Terrell Owens was challenging uh, Justin Gatlin before. Uh, Gatlin is still competing at the age of 39 uh, still and still hopes for the Olympic qualification uh, whereas Tara Owens obviously does not run anymore either in American football or uh, on track so DK Metcalf challenge uh, probably is over uh, but he may come back in indoor I think for 60 meters he would have been better although uh, indoor season uh, coincides with the American football season and it is unlikely that DK Metcalf who is earning loads and loads of money in American football would sacrifice his season to compete in the lowly indoor competition in track and field which obviously doesn't generate nearly as much money uh, as it does for the season for the football, American football players. So the athletics um, season is um, uh, now uh, heating up uh, because everyone is preparing for the Olympics. Uh, for the Polish uh, fans, uh, there was a, a big, surprising and good message yesterday coming from Split, where Maria Andrzejczyk managed to uh, throw 71 40 in javelin. This is uh, the Polish national record beaten by uh, four meters. Uh, Maria Andrzejczyk, who competed uh, four years uh, before in Rio de Janeiro in the uh, Olympic Games, she was best in the qualification uh, when she threw 67 meters 11 centimeters and won the qualification. And in the final, 64 meters 78, and it was only two centimeters behind Spotakova, two centimeters short of the bronze medal. But uh, since then, she was plagued by a number of injuries. She had had, had a surgical operation on her shoulder. Uh, also, another operation uh, on, uh, on her uh, Achilles tendon 
plus uh, something with uh, to do with uh, sinuses which caused uh, her a constant uh, headache uh, so four operations over the last uh, five years but this time she says it's the first time that uh, her preparations were were not disturbed by injuries so, so it was the first time she was actually healthy uh, in that competition of the European Cup team cup which uh, the Polish team won it's not really that important competition Uh, she uh, in the first uh, throw she managed to get that 71.40 but also uh, in one of the throws managed to get close to uh, 70 meters just short of 70 meters uh, the 71.40 is uh, the third uh, third result all time and uh, the best result in women's javelin for 10 years uh, asked uh, what does it mean for her preparations to the Olympics uh, she says nothing changes uh, she's done nothing as yet uh, because the Olympic Games is the most important competition she will be uh, preparing her- herself for that obviously there will be a lot of scrutiny from uh, the Polish fans but not only because uh, that performance is really a world class performance so she'll be watched by all the competitors from around the world how she develops uh, during this season it was only 88 centimeters short of the world record that 71.40 it's an incredible uh, result uh, asked whether she is uh, preparing herself for the season uh, using her axe to uh, chuck the chop wood uh, for her neighbors she confirmed yes all the neighbors are taken care of uh, they have got piles of wood uh, ready uh, for the next winter as well uh, this is the way she uh, gets herself prepared for the season Uh, so Maria Andrzejczyk, uh, she will be now uh, one of the favorites for the Poland team for the Olympics to even get the gold medal if she manages to continue uh, to do well in the competitions throughout the, the season. It's very difficult to maintain though. Uh, also, the wind plays a big role in javelin throw and uh, the conditions were ideal in split. Uh, the javelin throwers uh, like to uh, to throw against the wind that uh, gives them the the uh, ideal trajectory of the javelin uh, so that may have helped her in that uh, uh, competition uh, but uh, it's still a uh, pretty good news for uh, for her and for the Polish fans uh, uh, hopefully uh, she will stay away from injuries uh, and uh, uh, we will be watching uh, her develop throughout uh, the season certainly she's a strong woman uh, she's also uh, not afraid of competition after the uh, Olympic Games, which she lost by two centimeters, the bronze medal to the world champion and Olympic champion Barbara Spotakova. She said she will be back and she'll get back at her. So uh, it took her a long time uh, since uh, that 2016 Olympics, but it looks like uh, this season, maybe the season that she can get her revenge uh, over Barbara Spotakova. Poppy Ajuda and strong woman for Maria Andrzejczyk who uh, managed to get that 71-40 in javelin throw a brilliant result at the start of the season I'm unstable but you take me as I am when I'm unable to console myself I scare myself sometimes but you lift me up you bring me back to life 
Judah and Strong Woman for Maria Andrejczyk, the strongest woman at the moment in Javelin Throw, the leading result in the world and the best result in the world for 10 years. Uh, Formula One, we have the race on our cards. The race is on for the world championship between Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen. It was the 100th uh, pole position for Lewis Hamilton in qualification and the 98th win for uh, Lewis Hamilton in Grand Prix. But sometimes we forget that this is not only the rivalry between Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen, but also a competition between the teams, uh, between the team managers as well, Toto Wolf and Christian Horner. And this time around, Toto Wolf absolutely outwitted Christian Horner, who is the manager of Red Bull. How did that happen? Lewis Hamilton had a pole position, but he was overtaken by Max Verstappen on the first straight, and it looked as if Max Verstappen will be the one to have the race under control. He went to change tires first. He didn't have a brilliant pit stop. 4.8 seconds is, by these standards, pretty slow. Lewis Hamilton stayed on track longer. Uh, that meant that Louis, that uh, makes Max Verstappen, who was um, driving on fresher tires, was making up ground uh, all the time. And when Lewis Hamilton went to change tires, uh, Max Verstappen was in front. And it looked as if uh, Max Verstappen would have ended everything under his control. But uh, what they did not take into account was the fact that uh, Mercedes had a two-pit stop strategy all the way. So, surprisingly, Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes team went for the second pit stop. Even Lewis Hamilton was asking whether that was the right decision uh, and he himself wasn't convinced, but uh, he trusted uh, Toto Wolff and the team that that was the right decision in the circumstances. Lewis Hamilton, after that pit stop, had 21 seconds. Uh, he was 21 seconds behind Max Verstappen, but with fresher tires, he was gaining ground every lap. He was gaining about a second or more every lap. And finally, on the 58th lap, he was already right behind Max Verstappen. And Max Verstappen didn't stand a chance. On fresher tires, Lewis Hamilton was much faster. He managed to overtake Max Verstappen and win for the 98th time. So Lewis Hamilton, Mercedes and Toto Wolff outwitted Red Bull.
Christian Horner and Max Verstappen. This obviously bodes well for the further competition in Formula One. It will be extremely exciting to watch how that rivalry develops because Christian Horner, obviously he was out with it this time, but he will not make a mistake again. And Red Bull has got a really, really fast car at the moment and they can challenge Mercedes. They can challenge Mercedes, but can they challenge Can they challenge Lewis Hamilton, who uh, drives impeccably, who drives uh, with uh, a, a surgical precision? Uh, Bottas, obviously, uh, the other driver of Mercedes, is not as good. He finished comfortably in the third place uh, with uh, Ferrari's Charles, Charles Leclerc fourth. Uh, Sergio Perez in Red Bull, and the other Red Bull was fifth. Daniel Ricciardo came in as in the sixth position for McLaren, uh, and his uh, teammate Lando Norris got into the eighth position. Uh, Carlos Sainz was seven uh, in the other Ferrari and uh, Esteban Ocon in Alpine's car was ninth. That's uh, uh, that's the car that was previously known as Renault. Esteban Ocon was driving well throughout the qualifications and also in the race itself. Alfa Tauri's Pierre Gasly was tenth, which is the sister uh, car for a Red Bull and I'm sure uh, Pierre Gasly will be happy with that result. Uh, the car is obviously nowhere near those uh, that uh, are used by Mercedes, Red Bull, uh, or uh, even Ferrari or McLaren, but Pierre Gasly is always there, always uh, competing. Uh, so uh, this time, Toto Wolf and Mercedes got the better of uh, of Red Bull and Max Verstappen. They were pretty much saying all the way, we will get you. We are, we are coming to get you, coming to get you nowhere. Just like in This Is The Kit song, coming to get you nowhere. Coming to 
This was uh, quite a busy weekend for major European leagues and we have a new champion, new champion in uh, Bundesliga, a new old champion because it was uh, Bayern Munich who managed to uh, be the uh, Bundesliga champions even before they uh, went to the pitch. Uh, this is thanks to Borussia Dortmund who uh, earlier played against uh, RB Leipzig. Marco Royce scored a goal for them in the 7th minute and then Jadon Sancho in the 51st and 87th minute uh, managed to uh, get uh, two goals uh, which gave uh, Borussia Dortmund a win against RB Leipzig uh, three goals to two it was an interesting matchup but uh, finally Borussia Dortmund got on top and that got them to the fourth place which currently gives them qualification for the European uh, Champions League uh, but Bayern Munich didn't uh, uh, hold back they played later against Borussia Mönchengladbach who had some issues this season uh, even though Oh, they played really well in the Champions League but uh, then came that uh, mm, infamous announcement that Marco uh, Rose uh, will be joining Borussia Dortmund the arch rival of Borussia Mönchengladbach that announcement came uh, mid-season and that uh, destroyed Borussia Mönchengladbach uh, season altogether they were knocked out of the Champions League and then the form in uh, the Bundesliga was uh, quite suspect Bayern Munich celebrated their record extending ninth consecutive Bundesliga title with a 6-0 win against Borussia Mönchengladbach it only required a few minutes for Robert Lewandowski to score the first goal then uh, he set up uh, uh, then Thomas Müller uh, got uh, the uh, second goal and uh, a brilliant uh, volley from Lewandowski uh, 11 minutes later gave a 3-0 lead for Bayern Munich uh, Lewandowski scored again uh, uh, from penalty in the 66th minute but uh, before even beforehand uh, he uh, had an assist he assisted uh, Kingsley Coman uh, in his goal uh, goal for uh, Bayern 
Lewandowski uh, scoring uh, through a penalty. That was uh, his uh, 39th goal of the season, which is just one shy of Gerd Müller's uh, 40 league goals that uh, he scored in 1971-72 season. So uh, Lewandowski is on the 39 goals at the moment and there are still two games to play. So uh, 90 minutes and 90 minutes, so 180 minutes chances uh, of Robert Lewandowski to equal Gerd Müller's performance from 1971-72 or even get one better perhaps. It's obviously uh, possible. Uh, Gladbach were just observers uh, at that game. Uh, they lost six goals to nil. The dominance of Bayern Munich was never really in a question. Even though Tanguy Nianzu got sent off in the 75th minute, but Borussia Mönchengladbach were never really in this. In other leagues, Napoli on Saturday beat Spezia four goals to one through two goals of Victor Osimen and a nice finish in the 15th minute of Polish striker or Polish midfield player Piotr Zieliński there was one goal back for Spezia but then Irving Lozano scored another goal the fourth goal for Napoli 11 minutes from time that gave Napoli a 4-1 lead and that brought them to elevated them to the second spot in the Serie A on Saturday obviously before the games being played by both Atalanta and Juventus and Milan but that was the, the, the goal for Napoli to be a part of that challenge for the Champions League of course so Napoli they did their job and then Inter Milan celebrated their Scudetto with a 5-1 thrashing of Sampdoria so uh, Similarly to Bayern Munich, uh, they didn't stop there uh, once they got Scudetto, uh, but uh, continued the good form, a 5-1 win against uh, Sampdoria for Internazionale. Uh, then on Sunday, uh, there were other uh, our other games in the, uh, uh, in the Serie A, which were really important for the top four places, uh, guaranteeing uh, participation in the uh, Champions League and Juventus they lost against Milan three goals to nil three goals by Brahim Diaz Ante Rebic and Fikayo Tomori and a thrashing uh, of Juventus by uh, Milan uh, Juventus obviously started the season hoping to win the 10th straight uh, Scudetto in Serie A but now they will have to fight to be uh, in the Champions League after the uh, debacle of the uh, European Super League uh, which obviously is no longer in the plans so Juventus doesn't have the place guaranteed for the new Super League because it's not on, it's not on the cards at the moment so they have to now fight uh, to get in the traditional uh, Champions League three goals to nil even though 
could have been more because uh, Wojtek Szczęsny saved a penalty by Frank Kessie, which would have given a 2-0 lead before halftime for Milan. Uh, Atalanta continues their fantastic form uh, when they beat already relegated Parma five goals to two. Uh, and they took the lead through Ruslan Malinowski. This is the Ukrainian player who plays really well recently. Uh, also, uh, Zinchenko is playing well for Manchester City. So Ukraine has got some really first-class uh, players in top uh, European leagues. Uh, five goes to two Atalanta. That means that Atalanta now uh, overtakes uh, overtakes uh, uh, Napoli as uh, number two, at number two position. So now we have Inter, obviously, who already won the Scudetto. Uh, we have Atalanta in the second place and Milan and Napoli sharing the third and fourth uh, spot. Juventus are now behind those those two teams so uh, three uh, games to play uh, all to play for for Juventus and they have to be careful otherwise they'll be missing out on the Champions League spot Paris Saint-Germain in Ligue 1 in France they only managed to get a draw against Rennes uh, one all uh, and that meant that they are now three points behind Lille who won against uh, Lens three goals to nil so three points uh, Lille ahead and uh, Mauricio Pochettino is his job on the line if Paris Saint-Germain doesn't win the French championship they are already knocked out of the Champions League we will see if he only joined mid-season and Thomas Tuchel uh, after be- being fired by PSG uh, she, he is doing so much better at Chelsea with uh, a qualification spot already almost guaranteed for Champions League and now also being in the Champions League uh, final La Liga. La Liga, the games there were between the four teams that are fighting for the championship in the Spanish first division. The first game was supposed to be the most important, the most interesting one. That was the game between Atletico Madrid and Barcelona. But that was a disappointing game. It finished in nil-nil draw. Barcelona and Messi not really in in the greatest of forms. Atletico Madrid only managed to get a draw against them uh, and that uh, kept the door open for Real Madrid who were playing later on Sunday against uh, Sevilla so Real Madrid uh, the, the door open uh, to get the championship but they were behind behind early already on the 22nd minute uh, with uh, Sevilla scoring through Fernando Francisco Reyes uh, they managed to equalize Real Madrid that is uh, through Marco Asensio goal in the 67th minute but then uh, Ivan Rakitic the former Barcelona striker managed to uh, get uh, uh, Sevilla ahead uh, two goals to one when he converted penalty in the 78th minute so it looked as if Sevilla would be the winner of that weekend but uh, in the added time uh, Eden Azar, who came back from injury scored for Real Madrid uh, and uh, what that means is that the status quo was preserved in uh, in the uh, Spanish La Liga. Uh, Atletico Madrid still on top uh, at the table with two points uh, advantage over Real Madrid uh, and two points advantage over Barcelona. Sevilla being in the fourth place. Uh, their place in the Champions League is guaranteed but uh, their challenge for the championship is probably already uh, over. Uh, so we had a number of interesting uh, 
games in La Liga. We had uh, a, a new champion crowned, a new old champion crowned in uh, Munich. Uh, Bayern Munich is the new champion of uh, Germany and it's uh, them who are celebrating most, I guess, uh, apart from Inter, obviously, who already have got their Scudetto. So we've got Neyna and no 99 Luftballons, so 99 uh, balloons. Uh, colorful balloons, uh, the red balloons, I think it is, is the translation into English from the German 99 Luftballons uh, celebrations uh, all across uh, Munich, uh, the 10th time in a row they are the champions of Bundesliga.
einen Platz für Sieger, Kriegsminister gibt's nicht mehr. Und auch keine Düsenflieger, heute zieh ich meine Runden, seh die Welt in Trümmern liegen, hab nen Luftballon gefunden, denk an dich und lass ihn fliegen. Nena. 99 Luftballons, 99 Red Balloons for the celebrations in Munich, all across Munich. Bayern Munich are the Bundesliga champions and Robert Lewandowski can still overtake Gerd Müller as the most successful striker ever. He's now on 39 goals with just one goal shy of the Gerd Müller's record. This was an important weekend for the Premier League as well and we were thinking about the possibility of crowning Manchester City as the new champions of the Premier League but it wasn't to be. But let's start with other games as there were quite a number of surprising results over the weekend. On Friday, Leicester City were hoping to solidify the position as, as the third uh, in the uh, Premier League and uh, with qualification for the uh, Champions League next season. But they went behind already in the 22nd minute through Joe Willock. Uh, they were playing against Newcastle of all people. Newcastle are fighting uh, against relegation still, uh, but they went ahead. And then uh, Paul uh, Domit uh, scored another goal for Newcastle in 34th minute it was 10-0 already uh, but uh, the worst was still to come for uh, for uh, the side of uh, um, Brandon Rogers and Leicester City they went behind even further Callum Wilson scored two goals in the space of 10 minutes 64th minute and 74th minute 73rd minute and uh, Newcastle were four goals four goals to nil ahead uh, against Leicester City in the King Power Stadium Mark Albrighton and Kalechi Iheanacho made things a little more respectable when they scored two goals but uh, the evening was done for Leicester City two goals to four they lost against uh, Newcastle and they still have to fight hard to remain in those four places uh, that guarantee the Champions League participation next season and still they have got uh, uh, their fight on their hands in the FA Cup against Chelsea who are incredibly uh, playing well recently they are on form because this uh, was the most important uh, game of the weekend Manchester City playing Chelsea this was uh, a, a dress rehearsal before the Champions League final where both of these teams will be playing and Guardiola will be hoping to get that coveted Champions League trophy for the first time for Manchester City Manchester City they made a number of changes after the game in the semi-final of Champions League but it looked that as if uh, they uh, had uh, a deeper squad and Raheem Sterling put them ahead in the 44th minute uh, one goal to nil just before half time but then another opportunity uh, to extend the lead because uh, there was a penalty awarded to Manchester City and Sergio Aguero who started in the starting lineup for Manchester City uh, he decided to do a panenka on Mendy uh, so it's a, it's, a, it's a kind of a, a disrespectful uh, type of play uh, in the penalty 
and he was made to pay for it. Mandy, I'm not sure if he actually slipped or he didn't want to uh, lunge himself into the right corner, but he stayed upright and he just caught the ball that was pretty much passed to him by Sergio Aguero. And Sergio Aguero was made look stupid by this type of uh, of penalty. Well, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. When it works, everybody praises the striker but, and uh, uh, it is a kind of a disrespectful type of uh, play. Uh, but uh, uh, Sergio Aguero and his miss, Manchester City had to pay for it because in the second half, Chelsea managed to get a goal back and uh, through Hakim Ziyech in the 63rd minute and then in the added time Marcos Alonso it was a kind of a deflection type of shot but it still found the net two goals to one against the, for Chelsea against Manchester City advantage Thomas Tuchel he beat Guardiola twice already in the very important games he beat him in the semi-final of the FA Cup when Timo Werner scored the Timo Werner or Ziyech can't remember anymore but he managed to get uh, get them get past them in the FA Cup uh, semi-final now he beat them he beat Guardiola in an important league game uh, two goals to one uh, and we'll see uh, how the uh, Champions League final uh, will play out uh, for these two um, two coaches advantage Thomas Tuchel certainly Leeds United were playing at home against Tottenham who asked, who have still got some chances to uh, join the teams, the, the top four teams, but not with this type of performance. Leeds United were all over them. They scored a goal on the 15th minute already uh, through Stuart Dallas. Uh, even though Son uh, equalized in the 25th minute, uh, Leeds continued to press really hard against uh, Tottenham and Patrick Bamford uh, finished a, a nice a combination of uh, uh, plays for Leeds United. They were leading two goals to one at halftime. In the second half, Tottenham never really looked dangerous against Leeds United and Rodrigo scored a beautiful goal after a nice pass from Rafinha from the left-hand side and that finished the the tie. Uh, three goals to one. Leeds United uh, really good performance this year in the Premier League after uh, qualifying for the Premier League from the Championship last season. Uh, Liverpool did their job uh, in trying to get uh, to join that top four. They beat Southampton two goals to nil. Uh, Wolverhampton beat uh, Brighton two goals to one. Aston Villa uh, lost against Manchester United. That means that uh, the crowning of uh, uh, Manchester the city will still have to wait and will still have to wait until Friday possibly because Manchester United are playing on a Tuesday and then on Thursday again so they are playing two games before Manchester City go onto the pitch again and by that time that advantage of Manchester City may be down to four points possibly is it possible maybe but uh, that win against um, 
Aston Villa was not without cost because uh, Manchester City, Manchester United seemed to have lost Maguire through uh, to injury. Uh, he uh, got some uh, problem with an ankle. Solskjaer is saying that certainly is he is ruled out of the Tuesday game. Perhaps he may be back uh, for Thursday, but perhaps he be, will be out uh, for weeks. He doesn't know because he's not a doctor. That's what uh, Solskjaer is, uh, is saying. Uh, Solskjaer obviously very unhappy about the uh, uh, the schedule. They have to play a number of games in succession. They're playing on Tuesday. They're playing Thursday. Uh, but uh, this is also due to the fans' uh, invasion of the pitch uh, before the game against Liverpool. So that uh, the game had to be postponed, had to be fit in uh, the schedule somehow. Uh, and that obviously creates problems for Solskjaer and uh, his side. West Brom was still hoping to get uh, or to avoid relegation when they were playing against Arsenal but uh, in the 29th minute Emil Smith-Rowe scored a goal already and then Nicola Pepe scored in the 35th minute and the tie was uh, all but over uh, West Bromwich Albion managed to get a goal back in the 67th minute but uh, William scored another goal for Arsenal giving uh, some slim hope for Arsenal for still qualifying uh, to the uh, conference uh, Cup the European the new European competition next season that uh, uh, that uh, hope is definitely slim but uh, the 3-1 win against West Brom uh, meant that the uh, fate of West Bromwich Albion is sealed they are relegated to the championship Sam Allardyce said when he joined uh, West Bromwich Albion that if uh, West Bromwich were relegated that would kill him indeed this is the first time that uh, Sam Allardyce will be relegated from the Premier League. When he got the jobs previously, he always managed to somehow to avoid relegation, but not this time. This time, it is West Bromwich Albion that is going down. Perhaps together with another of the qualifiers from the Championship, Fulham, who are playing against Burnley and has got only have got only a slim hope of avoiding relegation. So West Bromwich Albion are already out of the Premier League. Uh, in terms of the table, we've got Manchester City uh, on 80 points, 10 points ahead of uh, Manchester United. But Manchester United have got one game in hand. And as I mentioned, they will be playing both on Tuesday and Thursday. Chelsea, with that win against Manchester City, moved to the third place. Also thanks to Leicester City, surprising loss against Newcastle at home. West Ham lost their game against Everton and their hopes to... to qualify for the Premier for the Champions League were slim already, but uh, they are now really remote. Liverpool, uh, with one game in hand on 57 points, may have still got a chance uh, to first of all to get closer to uh, Leicester City, uh, who are on 63 points. Uh, but perhaps uh, if they slip up again, Leicester City, they may be out of the Champions League spot altogether. Uh, the weekend. Uh, news is now uh, West Bromwich Albion is uh, relegated to the championship so two of the teams possibly will go down uh, the song by them it's all over and now Baby Blue this is for Sam Allardyce and West Bromwich Albion it is all over now Baby Blue <laughs> Thank you.
night will last But whatever you wish to keep You better grab it fast Yonder stands your orphan with his gun Like a fire in the sun Look out baby The saints are coming through And it's all over now Baby Blue The highway is for countless Better use your and some Aradais. They are going down to the championship. They are relegated from the Premier League. Uh, two tournaments were being played uh, over the last week in Madrid. Uh, WTA, 
Masters Tournament. Uh, we were talking about Ashley Barty and her unbeaten run on clay and also the fact that uh, her favorite uh, surface is not really clay. She says she's still getting used to this uh, surface and she cannot wait until grass season starts, uh, which made everybody else shiver, especially her competitors. But uh, Ashley Barty surprisingly was beaten in the final of Madrid Mutua Madrid Open by Sabalenka, who beat her 6-0-3-6-6-4. Barty, a 16-match clay winning run, has just ended. You can't win them all. That's what uh, uh, Barty said uh, after uh, this uh, loss. I think whenever you have an opportunity to leave the tournament with a smile, that's always a good thing. That's uh, certainly what we've been able to do this week. Uh, Ashley Barty beat uh, Iga Świątek, uh, another uh, of the uh, Roland Garros winners from the 2020. She's a 2019 winner uh, in the third round, but uh, was uh, beaten by Sabalenka in the final. Uh, so now they'll be uh, getting prepared for the Roland Garros tournament, uh, which is starting towards the end of uh, this month. Uh, the other tournament uh, in uh, Madrid was uh, the ATP, uh, ATP tournament, uh, and uh, the uh, uh, the, the winner of that tournament is uh, Sasha Zverev. He beat uh, Matteo Berrettini in the final 6-7-6-4-6-3. He required three sets to beat the Italian, but his uh, real battles were uh, being uh, fought earlier on uh, when he beat uh, already on Friday. Rafa Nadal in the quarterfinal. He beat him 6-4, 6-4, even though he was trailing already four games to two in the first set. That's uh, quite an uncharacteristic display by Rafa Nadal, who is the king of clay and will be obviously a heavy favorite to win uh, again in at Roland Garros. But this time was beaten by uh, Sasha Zverev, who then uh, went on to beat Dominic Thiem 6-3, 6-4, and then Matteo Berrettini in the final. So it's the youngsters, uh, both in the women's tennis and men's tennis, who are on top at the moment. But this is, uh, these are the tournaments uh, that are being played to two sets, uh, th- best of uh, three in the men's tournament, whereas in Roland Garros it's best of five. So then the old champions probably uh, can outlast the young guns. But for the moment, we have uh, Peter, uh, Peter Bjorn and John, young folks about these young challengers who are quite successful recently against these big, uh, big uh, successful players like Rafa Nadal or Novak Djokovic. Peter Björn and John Young Folks. With this song, we'll conclude the daily sports news on the 10th of May 2021. DJ Spaza says goodbye on Radio Sport at radiosport.online.
a story. 